Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps. Hello and welcome to Queen City Creeps, your favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. This is Sarah, and I am here with Shelby. Hey, hey. And Jennifer. Hey. And today, I am bringing you a story of all sorts of crazy stuff. There's too much. There's so many things. Was it a story about how many periods you could put in a sentence? So many things. Yes. All the periods. No missed periods here. (laughs) Anyway. That's great. Congratulations. (laughs) It's a very bloody story, I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. So, my question to you guys is, what is the craziest thing that you've done to make yourself appealing to the opposite sex? Cosmetic thing. Hmm. Oh, we're going purely cosmetic? I mean... That's fine, too. Yeah, I would say that. Like, Jennifer was talking about how she's not really that good at flirting, so I want, like, a cosmetic thing that you do. Maybe. I feel like I don't... I don't know. I'm not like a super, super girly girl, and I don't print for anybody, really. You wear short skirts all the time. Also, your tits won't quit. I don't wear skirts. I wear dresses, but um, oh, sorry. They're, they get short, yes, obviously, um, and my tits are big, and occasionally there is some cleavage, but that's not really like intentional, actually. Mm-hmm. It's really not. It just happens in like every single outfit that I wear. <laughs> Unless it's I a feel t-shirt. You, sister. Yeah, exactly. And like if I'm going out or going if I'm like at a wedding or something like that, I'll like curl my hair or put a little bit more makeup on. But other than that, like I don't I don't care to impress anybody. Like I just don't. I don't care. Honestly, I'm I'm pretty much in the same boat. Like kind of what you see is what you get with me. Yeah. Um this is exactly what you'd expect if the clothes came off. You, you know what it would <laughs> oh. be. Oh, I've seen you topless. That's true. We both have. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just saying there's no surprises here. People look mm. at me and they're like, wow, you haven't showered for a bit. And I'm like, you're goddamn right I haven't. <laughs> what are we yes. going to do about that? <laughs> but I do recall one one circumstance where I went above and beyond the call of duty. Um, mm-hmm. Because, like, I think I just heard about manscaping recently before this occurred. <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, oh, my God, you can do that? So, uh, I was dating one of my one of my goth girls uh-huh. back, in the, back in the days. Oh, yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get crafty on this one. I'm shaving a pentagram in my pubes. Ew! What? What? Yeah, so I did. And it was glorious. Was it good? It was pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, like, You great. didn't half-ass it. I didn't, like... It was freehand. I'll say that much. <laughs> okay. Like, sure. I, it wasn't perfect. Yeah. But it I, actually just looks like one of those like little stars. <laughs> not quite. I mean, there's a circle around it too. But no, I mean, like I I didn't get on the internet and print out a pentagram pube template or anything. Like I I right. no stencilized. Went for it. And nice. Uh, I mean, it, was she impressed? Oh yeah, she was all kinds into awesome. it. Awesome. Nice. That was kind of like my concession for not like getting piercings or tattoos. It was like, well, but I'll shave a pentagram in my pubes for you. And she was like, it's pretty hot. And I'm like, no, it's fucking not. <laughs> this is a lot of upkeep. It, it, well, it was a one-time thing. Oh. So you've never done that ever again? Would you? 
I'm trying to think if I've done anything else weird with my pubic hair. I know it's a weird <laughs> sentence to say, but I don't. It kind of is. I feel like I did like a lightning bolt one time or something, just yeah. being an asshole. Because oh. I, I think I was bored and drunk, and I was like, well, I got time. That's what you do, right? Yeah. Sure. This is why I have so many hobbies now, so I can stop. It's not even manscaping at a certain point. It's like, you've seen Ed- Edward Scissorhands, right? <laughs> oh, it's It's like that, but with pubic hair. There you go. I have to imagine that he had uh, a very impressive bush. non-bush. Non-bush. Nice. Yeah. Well, or he grew it out super long and made it into a transformer yeah. or something. I really don't know. Yeah. That, but... Huh. Uh... <laughs> Was that not the answer you expected? Well, you kind of took mine, honestly. Oh. <laughs> oh, you also uh... shaved a pentagram into your pubes? No, I have not. <laughs> but I do occasionally go to someone to literally rip hair follicles out of my body. And it is painful, and it's horrible, and it's to the point that I'm just like, I'm a mom, I don't have time to deal with this shit. That's what makes the big difference, is well, when I you're mean, momming. Yeah, because it takes, it takes time. It takes money. It's not, it's not cheap. That's it's why not. I never did that, because I... Uh, okay, so It this... just takes too much time, too much money. I was not interested. I was like, I'll just do it myself. It'll be fine. It's not going to be perfect, but it'll be fine. <laughs> it'll be fine. It'll be good enough. So... As you guys know, I am a very pale person. Yes. Mm-hmm. So pale. And in middle school, of course, it was terrible to be this pale. So I used sunless tanner like you do. But my mom would refuse to get me any sunless tanner because she knew that I would turn orange and it would be terrible. So I went to my aunt. Wait, are we still talking about your pubic area? No, we're okay, talking about Okay, this is a totally different skin. story. No, okay, we, cool. we jump ship on the pubic area. <laughs> okay, we jump ship. Cool. We can probably cut the part about my pubic hair, really, if you want to. Nah. nah. Okay. We're keeping it. So I, my aunt gave me some of her sunless tanner, and she is a very tan person, like tan to the point of orange. And I stayed at her house, and I was watching a movie and got distracted. So, like, I was sitting kind of like this, so my hands were on my leg. So I fully had, like, handprints on my legs. Oh, wow. I did not know that you were supposed to put lotion on your, like, joints or whatever. It was disgusting. And it was summer, and I was in eighth grade, and I was so embarrassed. But after that point, I was like, fuck this noise. But did it work? No, I was orange with handprints all over me, and boys thought I was weird. But it was eighth grade, and most boys you, thought I was weird. You're anyway. going after the wrong boys, obviously. Yeah, that's true. Now there's other tanners that won't. It's not like as drastic. Like it, it's a gradual tan. They still make me kind of orange, though. Really? Because I'm so pink. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Shelby? How do you feel about some tanners? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I can't really comment on that. I I just accepted the fact that I am milky white. And if you a dude are. doesn't like my milky white skin, he probably doesn't like me very much. I'm thinking I'm, you know, mostly German, so like I, I get that kind of not, not ever not that tan thing. Yeah. Like I'm just kind of brownish sometimes. Yeah. And in the summertime, I just like turn browner, and my hair turns red for some reason. Yeah. So. I just freckle, and then it turns white again. Hot pink, freckle, white. So well, the cycles. I'm sorry to hear that you're. That your mating technique didn't work. It didn't. I've gotten <laughs> so, so much better at it with less effort, obviously. I just want to believe that you would also leave handprints on them in the process. Or just like their entire chest. Whatever touched you would just be like speckled orange. I mean, I feel like if you were putting on sunless tanner and you got kind of freaky, yes, there would be sunless tanner handprints all over your, your bow. However, in eighth grade, as I had no bow because I was awkward... 
there were no handprints all over them. Because you were trying to attract them, but you didn't I was. succeed quite yet. And now, no fucks are given. Yeah. So it works so much better. Except I'm married and have no bows. Just Tyler's. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, anyway, guys. Um, have you ever heard of Elizabeth Bathory? Anyone? Yes. Yes? I mean, I hadn't heard of her until you sent me her Wikipedia page. Perfect. Well, hold on to your butts. So I got a story for you. Okay. So Elizabeth Bathory was born in 1560 in a quiet, pleasant little area of Eastern Europe known as Transylvania. Perhaps you've heard of it. Yes. No. Her family was from a very distinguished line of Hungarian Transylvanian nobility. Her uncle had been king of Hungary. Her cousin, Stephen Bathory, was the Duke of Transylvania, and he'd fought several successful campaigns against the Turks and was actually super close friends with Vlad the Impaler. Fucking Turks. I know. And to this day remains a much beloved war hero throughout his homeland. So there's that. Um, But, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on who you are, uh, as is the case with pretty much every royal family in medieval Europe, the House of Bathory was also prone to really, honestly, alarming bouts of inbreeding. And Okay, what constitutes an alarming <laughs> bout of inbreeding? Well, um, so she had this illustrious line of leaders and warriors and knights and heroes in her bloodline. She also had drunken, lecherous psycho fiends for a brother. Um, she had an aunt who was known as a lesbian witch. And she had an uncle who was supposedly a devil-worshipping alchemist. Um, right. Also, a really cool family reunion. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, Elizabeth herself, like, throughout her childhood, actually was prone to epileptic seizures. So, in addition to craziness, like, health issues abound. Um, she was raised a Protestant, which, during this time frame, there were a ton of ultra-conservative Catholics. Um, so, that really wasn't better than being a goat sacrificing satanist but you know it was her family that's what they did sure yeah i agree catholicism this... is basically just goat sacrificing Satanism. no 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 <laughs> to the catholics being a pro- protestant wasn't any better either way it's a big issue in europe for like centuries and centuries yeah. more on that later though okay so uh like i'd pre- mentioned in her youth she was prone to epileptic seizures, and what some sources like to refer to as fits of extreme rage. Similar to my blackout rages, I would assume. Very similar. It sounds like about the same thing. Yeah, you just shake a lot, and then you shake other people. Right, exactly. But never babies, so it's fine. (laughs) Um, Are you sure? I'm 100% sure. She just throws tacos at people. Yeah, it's it's not a big deal. I meant her. Oh. Um, so despite the fact that she was kind of crazy and from a crazy family, um, she s- taught herself to speak Greek and Latin and was one of the few members of the Transylvanian nobility who ever learned to read and write. Oh, okay. Super articulate. Right? So she was engaged at 11. What? Yep. Wow, late bloomer. Yep. Shit. And on the 8th of May, 1575... When she was 15, she married Count Fresnik Nadesi, a man who is affectionately known to his enemies as the Black Knight of Hungary. And that is what I will call him from that point on because his name I did not is pronounce ridiculous. correctly. Yes. Also, how old was he? Does it he say? was like 20. Like, 
Okay. He, so it's not a terrible age difference. He was in the military from a really young age. He studied in Italy. Um, so he was, he also was very well educated and put his education and work career before getting married. So there's that. Okay. But they were engaged when she was 11. Because fucking creepy. Well, they didn't get married for four years, though. Right. Was there, was that just because, like, is that, 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 <laughs> that Luke? Yeah, that's Luke. That cat is making the weirdest noise. <laughs> I know. I thought it was like a little dog barking. Those I are the know, noises that he sounds makes. like a little dog barking. So did they not get married immediately at 11 because it was like not and gross. cool at that point? Yeah, I guess. Because he would have been like six. Well, he would have been 17. No, 16, when I guess. Because it was a four year difference. Going on 17. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think that happens a lot more when they're. Um, like rich and um, noble or whatever, mm-hmm. they get um, engaged early, so their families kind of align. Well, and here's the thing: is that when they actually got married, he took her last name. Oh, which was not normal. What a bitch! Um, but <laughs> her family was like so noble and well known that it was actually much more honorable for him to become a Bathory than it was for her to become a <laughs> Black Knight. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So after they got hitched, the Countess and the Black Knight ruled over a castle and had a fiefdom of 17 villages stocked completely full of hapless peasants with whom they could do pretty much whatever the fuck they wanted to. And, oh boy, did they do whatever the fuck they wanted oh, to. Oh, shit. How, yes. old, how old was she at this point? Uh, 15. Oh, this is like right after that. Yeah. They started ruling right after that. Oh, dang. Yeah. Because he was gone on campaign a lot. He was fighting endless wars against the Ottoman Turkish Empire, and so she spent a lot of home, or a lot of time alone at home with only, you know, an army of obedient servants to keep her company. Poor thing. Right. So when she got tired of sitting around and waiting for her husband and having people feed her and wait on her and all that jazz, um, she would write letters to her husband actually asking him to tell her the gory details about the war and all the sweet torture methods he was using to extract information out of his prisoners. Huh. Sexy. Yes. And his responses got Elizabeth so hot that she decided that she'd test them out on the people she'd kidnapped from the villages under her domain. Like, she was sexually turned on? Supposedly. Again, we'll come back to this later. Okay. Yeah. Like, that. that is how their relationship thrived. And it got real racy. Okay, so at first it was typical stuff, you know, just like beating the crap out of servants with red-hot pokers or pouring honey on local peasants and tying the trees in the woods so wild animals could eat them. Sarah, please stop. I can only get so hard. I know. (laughs) Um, Also a favorite was, like, the gypsies that would travel through her land because they didn't like gypsies back then. Okay. She would sew them, like, take them inside of a horse and then sew up the horse and leave them to die. (laughs) Sorry, I'm I'm just yep. thinking about Star Wars and the Tauntaun thing. It, yes. Wait, is yeah. this like the Revenant, like where he gets inside the bear? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but it gets which their is like will. Star Wars where they right, get inside the Tauntaun. I don't I don't watch Star Wars. I'm sorry. Well, Star Wars started it, and you can shut up about it. Uh, so I have a I have a whole list. Well, do you shit. Want, do you want some of the lists? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me let me unbutt my pants real quick. Okay, I'm I've got my back to you, so it's totally fine. Fantastic. Okay, so because of the letters from the Black Knight. She implemented all of these things, expanded her horizons, if you will. These are all things they supposedly talked about in their letters. Okay. Okay? So, 
she would keep a kept her disobedient servants chained up every night so tight that eventually their hands would turn blue and they would spurt blood like out from underneath the fingernails Hmm. um she would beat them to the point that there was so much blood on the walls and beds that they had to use ashes and cinders to soak it up because they don't have like cat litter and stuff now right (laughs) um sorry thanks for clarifying i was like man how would you clean up blood (laughs) oh cat litter cat litter duh um, so she strangled a servant to death with a silk, silk scarf, which was a harem technique known as the Turkish way, which is a euphemism that I will now try and work into my daily life. Yeah, obviously. The Turkish way sounds amazing. Just I was so just said, that one actually sounds like sort of sexy until it goes wrong. Until it goes so wrong. Very, very autoerotic asphyxiation-y. Um, she burned her servants with metal sticks, red hot keys, and coins. She ironed the soles of their feet and stuck burning hot rods into their vaginas. What? The female servants only. Right. Obviously. Well, obviously. Yeah. I didn't want to assume too much, but I assume that might be the yeah. case. Ugh. Ugh. She would stitch their lips and tongues together. She would make servants sit on stinging nettles and then bathe them with stinging nettles. With the same ones, I guess? Ugh. I don't know. What what is a stinging metal? It I think it's like thorns. It's like thorn bushes. She'd have them sit on thorn bushes and then like scrub them down with said thorn bushes in the bath. Hmm. Isn't that horrible? Okay. I mean, why not just cover them entirely in thorn bushes and roll them down a hill or something? I mean, what? it seems like it'd be the same principle. She's big on baths. Because here's the next one. Had them stand in tubs of water up to their necks out in the freezing cold until they died. Wait, she would have a tub of water big enough to go right up to their head? Like, up to their neck, and they would leave them outside in the freezing cold, and then they would die of hypothermia. Like, were they sitting down? No. She's <laughs> Wait, so rich. what? She's so she rich. Like a huge tub then. Yeah. That's she's so, really She's tall. literally just building all sorts of crazy devices. This sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but, like, seriously. That's like, insane. It's a little bonkers. Um, she would smear naked girls with honey and leave them outside to be eaten by ants, wasps, bees, and flies. Just girls, though? Yeah. Hmm. So, because she was at home by herself, like, she had a lot of, like, handmaids and just generally maids around, kitchen winches, that kind of thing. So, like, a lot of women were murdered by this lady. Sure. I just didn't know if it was... The honey's just the women. Okay. I think. But there were presumably some men in the course of all this, too. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So, I'm assuming she just kept buying more servants? Well, so she was over... 17 villages and serfdoms so basically like she owned these people regardless oh. like people were like cattle at this point yeah was unless a, you were it's a pretty cool system back then yeah feudal systems oh yeah All right. okay um she would keep her servants from eating for a week at a time and if they got thirsty well she made them drink their own urine <laughs> right bear grills just came in his pants yep yeah she would force them to cook and eat their own flesh generally from the butt uh, or make it into sausages and then serve it to guests. <laughs> okay. Um, she How do you would... decide which meat gets eaten and which meat turns into sausage to be eaten? I think it's just depending on her mood and if she felt like sausage. Hmm. Yeah. Or maybe she was doing blood sausage, so it's just her, bl- their it, blood. It is, hu- it is hungry, so the kingdom of the sausages or whatever. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's their national anthem or their national Yikes. pastime is sausage yeah. making. Okay. Um, at one point, she stuffed five servants under a bed and wouldn't let them get out um then she forgot about them for a couple of days 
They died. She left the corpses beneath the bed and continued to feed them as if they were still alive. What? So for whatever reason with the horse thing earlier, whenever you said she stuffed five servants, my first thought was inside of one another like a servant turducken. (laughs) That better be somewhere on this list or I'm going to be extremely disappointed in this story. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, I have a life goal now. Guys, this was sick. It was twisted. But it was a really good bonding exercise that helped Elizabeth stay close to her beloved husband while they tried to make their long distance relationship work. So, did he know that she was doing all this shit? He would mail her suggestions for torture devices and she would write him back and let him know how it went. So, yes. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's a good relationship. It, they're just accepting each other for their flaws yeah. and like their little quirks and just making it work. Right. It's I mean, fresh. it's respectable. Yeah. Really. Again, it sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm kind of not at the same time. That's real sweet. Okay. <laughs> and if you okay. live if you live in a time where you can get away with that kind of shit and the person you're married to supports you in it. That's beautiful, it, really. It just comes, <laughs> it comes back to the fact of like how do people that are totally down for this shit find each other? You know what I mean? Like, all right. the husband and wife without, murders. Without the internet, for that matter. Right? Like, yeah. vampirefreaks.com or whatever would right. not exist during this time it, frame. Yeah, super- they probably didn't know before they got married that they were into this shit. And so it was an arranged marriage, too. So right. how lucky that she's Very so down lucky. for this. It, it's like or there were sweet just- baby Jesus was smiling down at <laughs> their union. <laughs> Or there yeah. were just a lot of people that were really into this at the time, and the odds were stacked in their favor. That's or that, true. Yeah. I mean, valid point. Again, if you own 17 villages worth of people, at a certain point, it's kind of time to play like Corpse Marionette or whatever. Like, where you can, <laughs> like, you get bored, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's like, what have these fuckers done for me lately? <laughs> Um, okay, on January 4th of 1604, the Black Knight died of a mysterious and sudden illness in the middle of a battle. Um, some people say that he got a wound and it got infected, like a minor wound got infected and he just died from that, but it's, who knows, it's the 1600s, you never really know. Yeah. Um, but somehow his death made the then 44-year-old Bathory even more completely goddamn insane. Oh, great. Yep. Well, yeah, because no one's sending her suggestions in the mail anymore. She's like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> uh, so the Countess started getting really into witchcraft. Um, she started having orgies at the castle with devil worshippers, supposedly. Um, she hired a dwarf specifically to torture people for her so she could watch. Why a dwarf, though? I don't know. So, like, She got tired of normal-sized people. <laughs> so just like normal, recently single lady stuff? Yeah, like right. you do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, um, and allegedly put together a spell that was supposed to summon an army of 99 cats to materialize out of thin air and rip out her enemy's hearts. And I can only envision that this would be the most adorable mauling of all time. But so also, she cute. literally made up a spell to be a crazy cat lady. Yeah. yeah. You can do that without <laughs> spells. Some people do it on accident. I've seen it happen. You 99 get, you, violent kittens. Right. You get two cats, keep the other one company or whatever, and all of a sudden you have 36 cats. No. And then you're training them to steal shit from people or whatever. There was actually a story about this. What? Yeah, you there can was an train old, cats to do things? Supposedly, yeah. There was an old woman that was training her cats to uh, steal shit from her neighbors. Oh, I wish. It was like 68 cats or some such shit. I don't think ridiculous. I can even get my healers to do that. They're bums. 
bump baby dogs. But anyway, the moral of the story is, whatever you want a cat to do, you can probably get it to do it without using the witchcraft. I don't know. Cats are pretty fucking stubborn. They do what they want. And also, and they don't take orders. it's literally called herding cats for a reason. Right, but if you, like, have, if you have 99 of them, though, you get that, like, hive mind thing going on. Like, if maybe, you can get yeah. one to do it, the rest of them are like, well, that was pretty cool. He, also, got, he got a fish, so maybe I should be uh, doing this, too. But why 99? Why not 100 cats? It's uh, unmanageable. Ugh. The food. <laughs> the, <laughs> That one extra right. cat would have really, yeah. God Honestly, the, the food just wasn't in the budget, I assume. Yeah, obviously. Oh, no. Cat food's expensive, man. Cat know. food is expensive, that's true. Um, So despite all this cat summoning and unnecessarily violent stuff that she did to all of her peasants, uh, what she is most famous for is actually that she used to supposedly take baths in a large porcelain tub filled entirely with virgin blood. Like blood of virgins, not, not untouched blood. Not blood that hasn't <laughs> right. Right. blood that hasn't had a dick in it. Yeah, or, <laughs> or blood with no alcohol. Oh. oh. How would she know for sure that the people she was killing were virgins? Obviously the hymen be... test. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's something they did. I know. Hymens aren't real. Anyway. <laughs> I was trying to time it out where there was a pause. Or would it be more like children that no. she knew? It's no? women. I I think that it had, yeah. It's bangable. I think she was just assuming they it's had It's bangable it. age women, and she probably had doctors look them over. Or they were bangable age women that she assumed no one would bang. Or it was during a time where there are endless fucking wars, and men are on short supply, and there's not enough D to go around. Maybe. So V on V doesn't count no. towards uh towards no. the virgining. Yeah, because huh. your hymen wasn't br- broken. Yeah, if it's just I mean, if you do vaginas it right. on vaginas. Yeah, you, know, you can step one inside the other. I don't know how the fuck it works. Again, traduction. <laughs> I don't imagine that Shelby being like, "Now kiss." <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. You've read my blog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Jesus. Um. So according to the story. One time, Elizabeth Bathory just lost her shit on some girl, a servant girl, obviously, because that's only people living with her. Right. Did, he, did she talk to anybody else or was it just She actually servants? had like five kids. Oh. oh. Yeah. Again, we'll get to it. It's fine. Um, and when she lost her shit on the girl, she noticed that when blood landed on her skin, it kind of worked like some sort of badass moisturizer that managed to both hydrate and exfoliate. And so she stripped naked. And started spending a couple nights a week just sitting in a candlelit bathtub with a good book, you know, as a means of keeping her skin young and looking eternally youthful. And this bathtub was full of blood. Yes. Oh, okay. Sorry, you didn't specify that. That's true. I I said a candlelit blood-filled bathtub. No, you said candlelit bathtub. Oh. That's why I was confused. Candlelit blood-filled bathtub. Oh, well, this blood's nice. Makes me want to take a bath. (laughs) I bet she just smelled like iron, like, all the time. It's hot. Maybe. Is what? it hot? I don't really know. Yikes. I, just imagine Yikes. like licking a penny. I know. It's like, it's just, you're just going to smell like a penny. <laughs> oh, geez. All right. So she, let's see here. Hmm. I'm trying to think. I organized my story really weird. I apologize. Jesus. I know. I know. I'm, it's Get your fine. shit together. Okay. So, this bloodbath story 
is incidentally the basis for some of like most vampire myths that seem to be a major factor in every single piece of non-zombie related literature, TV, and film about vampires. Right, but they were all dudes. Well, here's the thing, is it's Transylvania. She's a Transylvanian countess. And, like, people like to point to the name recognition of Vlad Dracula as the main source for the Nesferatu legend. But, like, while he definitely had similar things going on, like the idea of Transylvania, blah, 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 like, she actually stays youthful forever by drinking or bathing in a woman's blood. She did not stay youthful forever. So, really, like, I would vote that this story is more more in line with what we see now. More vampire-y. Yeah, like, more vampire as we see it in, like, pop culture now, really. Because yeah. what, did, what did old Vlad do? Just torture bitches? And by bitches, I mean dudes at war and, like, impale them and shit? Vampires don't impale people. They drink their blood and stay eternally youthful. Agree I mean, I or see, disagree? I see your point in Come everything. at me. Change my mind. Whoa. I mean, <laughs> she was doing... Okay. I'll give you <laughs> I'll give you the blood thing. That's like the one difference here. Other than that, they're both just torturous assholes. They are torturous assholes. That's valid. That literally the only difference between the two of them is the bathtub full of blood. Well, okay. We'll we'll come we'll circle back. Because I have other thoughts on this too. We okay. can continue with the Okay. Right. Okay. So Bathory was able to get away with her crimes for thirty five years. Shit. Mostly due to the fact that this was only affecting the peasants on her land and nobody really gave a shit about them anyway. Well, that's rude. I know. <laughs> or helpful, depending on how you're looking at it, I guess. Yeah. So, eventually, um, Bathory got a little too big for her bathtub and ran Did out. Did you write that down? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Sometimes I write things down because I think that they're funny. I mean, it is funny. Okay. Was that a euphemism I just knew or did you she thought you were clever. <laughs> I thought I, I, like, look at you. Yeah. Aggressively. Was that a euphemism or did she get fat? Uh, it was a euphemism. Okay. Um... <laughs> So she was running out of virgins and would finally start inviting the daughter of lesser known nobles to be like tutored at her castle. And it was only when they started going missing slash dying of like crazy things like, you know, diseases that the prime minister got sick of her shit and sent a team of like priests to go check out what was going on. And again, these are Catholic priests going to investigate what's going on at this Protestant run castle. I find it interesting gonna, that I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say I'm not gonna lie. Like the fact that it had to be a virgin just kind of pisses me off. Like what? What <laughs> makes them so much better than us? You know what I mean? Us. I am a virgin. I'm not a virgin. <laughs> you had a fucking baby. We all know. Yeah. So did Mary, Jesus's mom. You ever yeah. heard of her? <laughs> I mean, valid. Eliza's fucking illegitimate. No, it's not. Oh yeah. It's not valid. Uh, anyway. <laughs> So here's here's my thing is like if you realize that all the the virgin girls are going missing, would you not at that point be like, somebody please Bang have sex daughter. with me right. right now? Yes. Like that seems like it's an immediate defense against this problem. This comes back to we were watching Sabrina the other night, the new one on Netflix. What up, Netflix? And <laughs> All of her problems would be solved if she just fuck Harvey because the devil wouldn't want her anymore. But Harvey's boring. Harvey as is boring fuck. as fuck. Okay, she could fuck Nicholas Scratch because he's interesting. Oh, the as one fuck. that I don't know about yet. Yes. Yeah. And then the devil won't want her anymore because he only wants virgins. Exactly. Boom. Again, okay. if sex solves your problem, just do the sex. Just have the sex. Exactly. Why just would you it. not? Right. 
I don't even know what the fuck Sabrina is. I'm still rooting for Harvey. <laughs> I'm still rooting. No, you don't want to root for Harvey because he's boring as fuck. I'm sorry. Is you everyone, want you've Nicholas ever had sex guy. with super interesting? Yes. I haven't had sex with that many people. Uh, that's fair, actually. Yeah, your average is a I'm, little oh, bit wow. different. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm super picky. Okay. <laughs> Shelby's hurt right now. Not really. Oh. I'm sorry, Shelby. Should I continue on with my story? I mean, if you want. Okay. <laughs> so they staged a raid in the middle of the night on Christmas of 1610. And they discovered a scene described as too monstrous to even be recounted. That was at her trial. Like, they didn't talk about what they found at her trial. At the trial? Right. No, that doesn't Okay. That doesn't seem like a great way to, con- to conduct a trial. They forcibly took Bathory and all of her accomplices into custody after a brief struggle. So the now-called Blood Countess's staff was tortured for confessions and then buried alive. <laughs> all of them. That's and, not how confessions work. Yep. Hmm. And Bathory herself was barricaded inside of a small Hannibal Lecter-style prison room in her castle with her only access to the outside world being little slits for air and food. That's what she deserves, really. So so I guess depressed that she wasn't able to torture anyone anymore, <laughs> Elizabeth Bathory um, ended up dying by starving herself to death. Okay. But she lived four years. In this tiny little prison. Yeah, she was found dead on August 21st, 1614, with her last words being a batshit crazy suicide letter describing the uh, the army of heart-devouring kittens that I mentioned earlier. Right. Yep. Okay, but she was like 44, right? She was 54 at this point. 54, okay. I lost track of some time there because... No, no, I'm sorry. I did the math bad. It's okay. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, so she's like a 50-year-old woman whenever they got there. What what was the struggle? Yeah. I'm not sure how hard she could have fought. I mean, obviously, she was she, bathing in blood, so she was a superhero It was or whatever, literally, but. I mean, it was a castle full of women. And they just took it over. Right. Hmm. Yeah. So, here's the deal. A 54-year-old Bathory is believed to have killed somewhere between 600 and 1,000 people during her lifetime. Shit. Uh, which, if you believe the stories, would make her the most prolific serial killer in the history of the world. So, suck it, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, but she also had a lot more, like, general protections than any other serial killer ever. I'm going to go ahead and pull the privilege card here. Nobility gives you certain things uh, where people don't really want to fuck with you. So, here's the thing that I have issues with. Because, like, you read all this shit online, and you see all these things about her, and it's never mentioned the fact that, one... She held out her Protestant beliefs, even against the Catholic Church. She was a woman who was from a noble family, but didn't have a husband. After all, that shook out. She had five children, um, which, like, to me, her being a mother, that's never mentioned, really, that she had five kids that survived to adulthood. Like, all of her children survived to adulthood. Yeah. It also kind of dehumanizes her to, right. to not mention things like that. Yeah. Um, she was super well-educated, like, better educated than her husband was. Um, the man that levied all of these charges and led the raid was actually the man that was, like, in charge of her, like, like he he took over all of her holdings when she was tried and put, like, put away. 
and oh. was in charge of her children. So we had some motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, her children grew up in the area in the castle, but ended up being exiled and lived elsewhere in Europe. They had to flee. Hmm. Um, and a lot of supposedly she had a journal that kept the names of all these people and how she killed them right like a ledger but there's no proof of the ledger again this is a 1600 so like who knows where it would even be but that was never brought up a trial um in the trial records it says that the scene they came upon was just too grotesque to even say um she was a really well-known healer in the fact that, like, people would come to her castle to be healed, like, during times of plague, like, illness, all of these people coming back from war with, like, health issues, they would come and be treated at her castle. And a lot of the women that came, came to study under her for that. So, like, it makes sense that a lot of fucking people died. Yeah. Um, And there were rumors of her taking lovers and doing different things. But again, like, it was a castle full of women doing it for themselves in the 1600s. Like, there are going to be people that have issues with that. So, I don't know. I don't think that she's probably as bad as what the stories make her out to be. There's probably some questionable stuff going on. But, but she, a, that doesn't negate the fact that she killed 600 people to 1,000 people. But did people. she? I did mean. Did she actually do that? Right. I assume like, that was the direction you're going with this was completely yeah. refuting the statement. Yeah. Like, the ledger that has all those names or whatever, there's no, they don't know where it is. What about, like, the letters that uh, her and her husband there, had written back and forth? Nope. There's no letters actually ever proved. Now, that could be the fact that, like, this dude took over a castle and raised it almost to the fucking ground. But... So you think someone just made up that whole thing? Do I think... Yes. Really? I think that people wanted control over everything that she had, and she was being not as easily led as they thought she was going to be. So, do I think she was probably a little crazy? Probably. Well, apparently they were real incesty or whatever, so I mean that wouldn't. Oh, but who wasn't at that time frame? Right, we were all doing it. It's fine. Everybody was doing it. Yeah, I'm just saying. I mean, I could see that someone making that up and making her seem like she's evil and yeah, and like there, it's like a legend. Like she is a legend at this point, and there, you know, it's just told how it is. Back in the day. I'm just saying. Well, if I'm being honest, I hope that she killed more than a thousand people. You hope she did kill more than a thousand people? Absolutely. Otherwise, I just wasted the last 38 minutes. I That's true. I hope that she killed a bunch of old white dudes. Sorry, Shelby. I mean, I have really bad news for you. It was the 1600s and old people didn't exist. <laughs> they didn't invent those until modern medicine happened. That's true. So. Well, shit. I mean, in proportion. Like 50-year-olds and stuff. <laughs> I think you mean 26-year-olds. No, because then that I'm old. Yeah. Well, yeah, you like lived a full life standards. at this point if I, you had lived back yeah. then. That's true. So I'd be I like, would've... when are you going to kick it? Like, you're going to die <laughs> in like two years. Probably. Unless you're like her and have privilege and all that stuff where she can live until she's 54 or And whatever. bathing in blood to keep herself eternally youthful and right. beautiful. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, guys. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about the Blood Countess or anything else that you heard here this evening, let us know. Hit us up on Facebook or email us at queencitycreeps at gmail.com. Thanks and have a good night. Bye. Bye.